Why are you out there trying to recruit the same people all the time? We're going to be talking about that on this episode of Brokerpreneur Podcast. Running a brokerage is hard work. So whether you're focused on building your own sales pipeline, hiring the best agents, leveling up your team's production, or protecting the culture that you've built, you're in the right place. Real estate brings the challenges, and we share the solutions. Welcome to the show dedicated to broker entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Brokerpreneur Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Brokerpreneur Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Spears, Dr. of Flow. I'm here with the big guy as usual. Per use. Matt Vi, how's it going, Matt? I'm doing absolutely fantastic, Dr. Ben, ambassador, director, cohort, and doctor of flow. Is that all of them? I know there's about 800 of yeah, them, right? Yeah, I think I was the engineer at yeah, one point. I, I, I think I we know. need to get like some cards that I can read. I need there. a name tag that's like this long. <laughs> like 96, right, thing, 96 right, lines right. long. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, um, what are we talking about today, man? Man, so stop trying ones? to recruit the same people all the time. That's oh. that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to dig into that because I, I think a lot of people do that. Uh, I know I did, yeah. especially early on. Uh, and, uh, and so... Uh, I'll, I'll discuss what I mean by the same people. We're going to get into that just a little bit, yeah. but yeah, that's what we're going to, that's is what it kind of like, you know, asking the same girl to prom every day. It is kind of like that. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Yep. All right. Well, sorry guys. I didn't mean same to burst your bubble. Yep. <laughs> well, wherever you're listening to this, make sure you hit that follow button, that subscribe button, go to brokerpreneur podcast, check out all the cool things that we have there to help you grow your brokerage. And, uh, you know, check all the links in the description. We've got a lot of value down there that's absolutely free, and we hope that you take advantage of it. And, uh, Matt. Yep. So, stop recruiting. It says, do not get in a comfortable rut. Yep. And I'm going to try and pretend like I know what you're talking about there. Yeah. So, you, you've heard the, the phrase before, right? What is a, what's a rut? It's a grave with the ends kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> no, Don't. not either. That's pretty good. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, it, it is, but it's terrible at the same time, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So when we're, if we're not keeping track with things, if we're not really talking, uh, if we're not, if we don't have a plan, if we're not focused on the things that we need to, then when we get a minute to recruit, we go back to what's comfortable. Yeah. That's really what we're, that's really what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and so that means, you know, I've had a conversation with somebody and it was a good conversation and then it kind of fizzled out for whatever reason. I'll talk about that in just a second, but it kind of fizzled out for whatever reason. And then the next thing you know, you're going back and you're trying to breathe life back into that, back into that conversation. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the truth is, you know, we, we just have to make sure that once we uh, obtain a certain place in the person's head, that we just, that we keep that place that we, that we, uh, maintain is the, is the right word that we maintain that space. We rent that space in their head until the time comes that they want to make a transition. So what a lot of, uh, what a lot of people run into is they, is they think that it's a, it's every, every recruit that they're talking to is right now. Yeah. Right. And the truth is most of them, it's not right now. Yes. Most of them, you know, there's now and there's future business. Most of them, it's not the right now business. Mm -hmm. If you, if you bump into somebody that's not right now, don't keep coming back to them and trying to get the right now result, right. Go back to them and try to pay attention to the future result. Try to connect with them on a way that, that says, uh, Hey, I want to stay, I want to stay valuable to you until the time comes that you want to make some kind of, some kind of transition. So that's what I mean by don't get in that, don't get in that comfortable rut. Yep. I like that. And so this next note says, you know, don't bother people. You wouldn't do it in sales. Right. So why not in recruiting? And, you know, I want to touch on this before, before I, you know, un, uh, un let you unleash on it. The, uh, how many times do we talk to a broker who uh, is just like terrified of recruiting or just won't recruit? Mm -hmm. And we ask them like, 
you know, you started a brokerage, mm -hmm. right? You may, you may, you know, yeah, you're, you're having to sell to keep this business open, but the whole purpose of the business is typically to add more agents to the roster. Right. Why won't you, why won't you reach out and recruit? And they're like, I don't want to, I'm afraid I'm going to bother somebody. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, you know, I want you to touch on that as well. Cause it's like, you know, I'm surprised how many times we hear that. Oh, you know it. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, when we talk about this, it's like, Hey, don't bother people. And there's some people who are mm -hmm. right now, oh, specifically absolutely. what we're talking about. Right. Stop it. But I want to touch on that piece also, you know, of those, those people who are out there and like, man, I want to grow, but I just, I'm afraid I'm going to bother somebody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like you, you can't reach out to nobody because right. you're afraid you're going to bother somebody. Right. Well, so don't bother them. Exactly. Right. Don't bother them. If you've never heard me talk about the, the, uh, the uncle Warren, a thousand dollar value. Go back to one of the other podcasts and, and tune into that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to belabor it right now, but when you call somebody, it should be worth financially your time and their time. Yes. Not just your time and not just their time. So, uh, so I won't get into, won't get into names on this. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, but not too long ago, you know, somebody that was uh, very high up in a, in a, a very productive recruiting environment, we'll call it. Okay. Okay. Reached, uh, reached out and, you know, very early in the conversation, I could tell that they were just picking my brain, right? They, they weren't, yeah. they weren't planning on leveraging our time together and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Right. They, they didn't, uh, there was no need for them to do any kind of coaching because they knew it all already. Oh, you know, yeah, <laughs> but, they had so many questions. <laughs> but they had so many questions <laughs> and they, and they clearly didn't know it all already. And, and here's why they didn't, here's why they didn't know it all already. Cold calling wasn't working anymore. Yeah. And, and that's not my words. That was, that was theirs. Yes. Of course. Right? And, uh, and so, you know, just doing the reach out, the, the appointments they were setting, people weren't showing up and they weren't the same quality appointments and all that kind of stuff. And so they were a little bit, they were a little bit, uh, befuddled. Right. Okay. And, uh, Good and, word. and frustrated. Right. Uh, that, that what they had done for a very long time was not, was not working. Yeah. And so they'd listen to some of the podcasts and everything and they were calling, they were calling me and they were just basically like, Hey, look, this isn't working anymore. You know, I want to run ads or I wanted this or I wanted that and I need to this and I need to that. And, you know, I asked them why I thought that wasn't, why I thought that wasn't working anymore. Yeah. And <clears throat> it was sad, but they didn't know. They didn't have any idea why that wasn't, why that wasn't working anymore. So I went through my, you know, my ramblings of why I thought that it wasn't, wasn't working anymore. And yeah. part of it was exactly what we're talking about today, which is part of the reason why we're talking about this. Those same people were getting the same exact phone call over and over on a very consistent basis. And it was always like the person that was reaching out to them, it seemed like they were coming across like they were in a rut, like they were desperate. Yeah. You're not going to call somebody up that's a productive agent and seem desperate and get them to come to your brokerage. You yeah. cannot have commission breath when you're talking to them, yeah. right? And, and so that's what, that's what the struggle was. Cold calling is coming across that way. Okay. Absolutely. Now, uh, so there's, I'm not saying you don't have to outreach. You do have to outreach. And I'm not saying you don't have to introduce yourself to people. You do have to introduce yourself yep. to people. There's, there's a lot of effective ways of doing that. But just calling up and reading the same script and hoping that you trip over something that the person really wants to talk uh, talk about, I'm not going to say it's completely dead, but man, it's on life support. Oh yeah, you know that. And and part of the reason why is exactly what we're talking about. <clears throat> Those people are getting that same phone call with a very similar script from everybody in the right. Hey, I was taking a look at your production and just wanted to reach out and congratulate you on your production and say this and that and the other and everything. Do you think you're the only, you're probably not even the only person that week that called them with that? 
if they're a oh, productive yeah. person. I get texts and calls almost every single every single day. How long has it been since you were since you were selling every day in real estate? Years. So, <laughs> so, uh, so I never get those. Yeah, yeah, they know you. Right? Like, yeah. Not that motherfucker. Right, culture, culture down the drain. I'm sure. <laughs> you hire that guy. That's nothing but a disaster. Talking about an atomic bomb in your office. <laughs> But, uh, but, but that's what, I mean, uh, ultimately that's what we're talking about here. They're tired of getting that same, that same call. Yeah. So when we talk about stop trying to reach out to the, to the same recruit and the same people all the time, don't be the one that's calling those same people with that same message, with that same conversation and expect to get a different result. Yeah. You better change, you better change it up. And if you're not sure what, if you're not sure what to do with it, anytime that you go into a market and you see what everyone else is doing that they're succeeding with, do the exact opposite. Yeah. Right. And, and that way you actually stand out that way. You're that way you're, you're authentic. Right. So, uh, so, you know, we had somebody on a, on one of the masterminds, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, something like that. You know, they've got an agent that they hired that went to two other offices before it went to theirs, right? <laughs> yeah. I can't get this out of my head, right? Yeah. In a one-year period, this agent went to two other offices chasing commission and support and leads and yeah, all that Yeah, from kind of the stuff. time that he started recruiting. From the time person. that he started recruiting, right? Exactly, yeah. Great clarification. And, uh, and so went to two other offices and then finally comes to his office. And this guy, right in the past two and a half weeks now, has closed five things yeah. in, in, in our client's office, right? And, uh, and he's been there five and a half months. Yeah. Right. And so the guy is crushing it. The manager is happy. They're actually, you know, skipping off into the sunset together when it comes to real estate production. Yeah. Right. And the reason why wasn't because it wasn't because he wasn't reaching out to him. Yeah. It's the way he was reaching out to him. So when I say stop recruiting to the same people the same way, quit doing what everyone else is doing. Because you might convince the person for a short period of time that to come join the office, but that's not when the long run, that's not what's going to happen. Right. So, uh, so the, the, the big picture is, you know, just engage them in a way, meet them where they are for lack of a better way of putting it, instead of just talking to the same person, having the same conversation. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and we actually have a really, you know, we, uh, it was such a good story, uh, that, you know, we had the broker, you know, mm -hmm. kind of, you know, on the mastermind, like, Hey, you know, would it, would it be okay if we shared this? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we had him kind of tell that story really well and, and, and he shared it. And, and it's on, it's on our site. I'm gonna put a link in the description below with mm -hmm. that, with, with that, with that story. Cause it is, it's so cool. And it's just, it shows the power of value first. It shows the power of, um, persistence. Yeah. Persistence and just stick, sticking to your plan. Would you, would you rather be the broker that got the person and they were there for a few months and then they went somewhere else? Or would you rather be the broker now that's getting five transactions in a, in a two week period in the beginning of the year? Yeah. And that agent came to him. Absolutely. Right. He tried a couple places, but he knew the whole time. He's like, man, I just have such a great relationship with, with mm -hmm. this broker. Um, and he said like his exact words, I think were like, you seem more like a friend to me. Uh -huh. uh, you feel more like a friend to me than you do a broker helping and, me with my production, regardless of where I was at. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so that's where it's so important. <clears throat> and that, and that, and, and the retention there will be through the oh, roof. Absolutely. Uh, whereas, you think that you think that agent will refer other agents to him? Oh, you know it. Yeah. Or he'll at least say, don't go to the two places that I just left. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that, 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 that's a guarantee. So yep. um, this, this next one uh, says, don't choose um, based on dream list only. And, yeah. you know, I'm, there's a quote. I don't remember who said it. it was really smart. It was either like, you know, Aristotle or Socrates or Bro, Bro Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but he said, you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you get what you need. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think that was Aristotle. <laughs> okay, I, know. I thought maybe it was. I don't <laughs> <Right>. know. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that's, now I'm going to be humming that all day. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay, man. It's a good jam. <laughs> so let's talk about that, Matt. Yeah, so... Uh, Hey, Dr. Ben here. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If sometimes you feel overloaded or alone when it comes to building your brokerage, I want you to know that we are here for you. There's so much support available to agents, but hardly any dedicated to brokers. I want to personally invite you to schedule a complimentary strategy call where Matt will help you build a three-step profitability plan that will immediately produce results. This is not a sales pitch. There's no obligation. Simply click the link in the description below. Now let's get back to the show. So a lot of the times, you know, the people that we, that we reach out to were like, man, if I get this one person, it's going to change everything with my, with my brokerage. Okay. Yeah. So I've, I've told everybody this before, if you've listened to any of our podcasts, right. I mean, I've screwed up so many times in recruiting. It's not even funny. Right. Uh, I've hired people that I thought were a home run and were the biggest mess. Okay. I've hired people that I didn't, that, that against my better judgment, I was like, man, I just, I don't think this person's going to work out, but I'm going to give them the shot. There's, you know, it's not even like I was like, oh yeah, there was uh, this, you know, this thing that I saw in this sparkle in their eye or anything like that. I just gave them a shot. Right. And with the full intention of, you know, three months from now, right. I'm going to go in their office and say, Hey, talk to me Friday at five 30. Right. (laughs) And uh, because I, I just, you know, I wanted to, you know, I wanted and needed them to give them a shot. That was part of how I, you know, that's how I learned to, to recruit. And they crushed it. Yeah. Right. And you they didn't see the sparkle in my eye. I didn't see the sparkle in, I, 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 you know, to be honest, I, I'm very cautious of anybody's eyes that have a sparkle in, <laughs> in real estate. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's the cynical, that's the cynical part of a cynical part of me. And, and what I realized was the people that when I would actually get somebody to sit down and talk to me that I thought was my dream person to, to bring on almost always the dream was shattered. Almost, yeah. almost always the dream was shattered. And the reason why is because I, before I had the chance to really meet with them and talk to them and have the conversation with them, I had a perception of how I thought they would impact my, uh, how they, I thought they would impact my business. That's why the word dream, you got to be really careful about. Pick what you think would be a good fit for your office and recruit to that. Yeah. Okay. Not somebody that you think that would just come in and would, and would, and would absolutely positively change everything. Cause the truth is they will, Yeah. they'll come in and they'll absolutely positively change everything. You know, one of the, one of the people that I would absolutely consider my, consider my mentor, you know, she had a, uh, she had an office that was a, that was a pretty productive, pretty productive office. And, uh, she had probably 50% of her production was that one one certain agent yeah and that one certain agent everybody knew was it was a disaster right? yeah and uh and this lady walked into her office one friday afternoon and was like man you got to go i just found out what happened between you and so and so and all that kind of stuff and i went back and looked at the emails and the contract and everything that is unethical you just have to go yeah and one of the first things out of the person's mouth was uh you know how much production i have and all that kind of stuff and everything and and this lady was just like, man, you, you gots to go, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, they ended up calling the police. To oh, get, wow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a lot more funny shit to that story, <laughs> but we won't get into it right now. But, but she, she's gone. All I think about now is that there's some broker that on that Friday got a phone call from that agent and was thinking to themselves, this is a dream come true. Oh, you know it. 
that yeah. agent does this much production, man, that office is going to lose 50%. I'm going to gain 50% market share. That's a hundred percent switch between right? they're going down. I'm going up, man, this is a dream come true is all they were thinking. Yeah. Now I don't know the exacts of how long she was at that next <clears throat> office, but I can almost guarantee it wasn't long. Yeah. And she went over there and just brought her baggage with her. There might've been a honeymoon period. Right. But the baggage that, you know, an unethical person that does real estate is going to do unethical real estate stuff everywhere they Wherever go. Wherever they go, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but that broker was thinking this is a dream come true. Yeah. So I'm just saying be cautious on the dream come true part. Always recruit to your culture. Always recruit to what you're good at. Always recruit to who is going to be a good fit with the culture of your office, even if that culture is not in place yet. Yeah. Okay. So many times I came into an office and, uh, you know, overseeing other offices, I came in and it was not the culture we wanted. And so I had to help the manager make that adjustment and tell them, listen, you, you know, unless you just crush it, production is going to drop, things are going to shake up, but the people that we bring in are going to be the people that you want in the long run that are going to give us what we're looking for. Yeah. And the only way that that happens is if you don't walk around starry eyed going, oh my gosh, this, if I just get that one person, they're going to do this. Or if yeah. I get those three people or that one team, because everybody knows them in this market, it's really going to make a, a difference in my, in my office. If they're going to be a great fit and make a difference in your office, then attract them with the culture that you want to have. Yeah. That's why when I talk about, you know, careful with the dream list, that's, that's what I mean by careful with the dream list. Yeah. I like if they're it. a good fit, I love it. Okay. Oh, if they're not a good fit, look out. I hate it. <laughs> it's a love hate it's love, a love hate, hate relationship thing. so <clears throat> this last one i'm not even going to try and decipher what this means there's just too many of the same words in there so same people sometimes mean the same thing everyone else is thinking I don't know what <laughs> you don't means. get that i don't even know what that means <laughs> just so, so sorry guys just so everyone knows <laughs> Uh, my wife and Ben have to cipher most of the things that yeah. I write <laughs> because if they don't cipher it, nobody's going to get it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, you know, I'm the, the, the guy who opens up the tomb for the first time and I see all the hieroglyphics. I'm like, I have to decipher this, but, uh, yeah. Tell us what that means, Matt. Yeah. So, so whenever we're talking to, whenever we're talking to, uh, to agents that we want them to join our, that we want them to, to join our company. What we're thinking about them might be the same exact thing that other people are thinking about them. Yeah. Okay. But then it might not. That's why you have to take a close look at where you are from a culture standpoint to see if that person is actually a fit with what it is that you're trying to accomplish with your business. Yeah, it makes sense. Just, just because you're saying uh, so-and-so has, uh, has a lot of listings, and if they bring all those listings into my office, my office is set up to be able to help them out with those listings. We're going to be really effective in, in helping that agent get better with their business. That's the conversation I'm going to have with that particular person whenever I sit down with them. Do you think you're the only person that's going to have that conversation? If you're, if you're a broker... And you're and you've done any of your homework, you know how good they are at listings. You know, yeah. right? so at that point, your conversation can't be just about oh, when you come over here, we're going to do a better job of helping you do something you're already doing. Yeah, right. Because it's the same shit. Everybody's saying Everybody's the same. Saying the same, same thing. exact thing. So, so at that point, you have to say, I'm going to help you succeed. Here is what my office does and my culture does that is unique 
Do you think that that's going to fit and help you accomplish more with what you're trying to accomplish with your business? Now, when they go sit down with somebody else and somebody else, all the other people say the same exact thing, you're the only one that stood out because your culture and who you are and what it is that you offer and how all that works together, all those things collectively are uniquely you. That's yeah. what's going to make you stand out compared to, compared to everyone else. Okay. Yeah. And I will say one more thing about this that, that will hopefully, uh, you know, kind of drive this home. When you're having a when you're having a conversation with a recruit, you never want to let them leave with the last thing on their head that they're thinking about is money or commission splits. Oh, for sure. Okay. When they when they leave, you always want them to understand the possibility of how their business will be impacted if you work together. Yeah. That's what it is that whenever they walk out, that's what it is that they need to be thinking about. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're wrapping up with them and they say, okay, so let me just get this straight. So, you know, my, my commission split will be this much and your fees are this much and all that kind of stuff. I just want to make sure that I understand you're going to give me some leads and this is what's going to happen. And that's, what's going to happen. Right. You never want them to leave. You never want them to leave with that. You want to answer that question. Yes, of of course. That's exactly right. Here's the big picture. Then the big picture is with all the things that we've talked about, if I get those in place, Am I going to be able to help you accomplish the lifestyle that you really wanted to accomplish, which is what you said you wanted to do when you got into real estate, was be able to be in charge of your own schedule and spend more time with your, with your family, take the vacations that you want. What we're going to do together is going to allow you to do that. That's what I want to make sure you're making the decision based on because I know I can help you do that. Yeah. Do not let them walk out with the last thing being money. money. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. yeah, because they'll get that everywhere else. That's exactly right. Because yep. that's what everyone else's pitch is going to be. Yeah. And exactly again, right. you're going to set yourself apart because everybody's saying the same thing. Yeah, and that's really why the inter- you know I don't want to dig into this, but uh, that's really why the interview is so important. Oh, absolutely. Right? And too many times, like we'll talk to brokers, like even in the, they'll come into the mastermind, and they're like you know I'm I'm really I feel like I got I've got the interview, like I'm yeah. I'm good at that, and uh, and. And, you know, maybe they are, maybe they are good at it, but most of the times there are these little things that are so important and mm-hmm. in, inside of that interview and inside of that interview script that really just make all the difference of whether someone says, you know what, like, let's do this, yeah. right? Like, yeah, this, this is obviously the place for me. They may not decide, you know, that same day or whatever, but you know, you've left that impression in their mind. Like, why would I go anywhere else? Man, the, the, the transition is the one that a lot of people struggle with the transition yeah. between topics. Oh, uh, and then the transition, you know, that's a whole different podcast. But, but yes, you're exactly right. There's a lot of things that happen in the uh, in the uh, interview part, which is different than the appointment part. Mm-hmm. Okay, of course. But the uh, but the, in the interview part, that if they could make a little bit of adjustments in it, that it would make a huge difference in the results that they get and how many interviews they have to do in order to get the people that they want to get. Right. That's yep. why, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time on that. And, and, and that's a big part of the reason why. And, and it's so cool whenever, you know, when, when people get that, right. Cause almost all the time, whenever we talk to people, they're like, Oh yeah, like you said, I've, I've you know, I'm, I know what I'm going to do and I know what I present and all that kind of stuff and everything. And then I ask a couple of basic questions like a, about transitioning and about, you know, what do you do whenever you see that aha moment with the person? How do you approach that through the rest of the, through the rest of the conversation? You know, when we talk about those things, it's not that brokers don't have an idea of how to do that. I think they don't understand how important some of that is. And, uh, and, and then they continue talking and, you know, they talk into the, 
recruit transitioning and they talk through the recruit and then they talk out the other side <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes. And, uh, and so we just have to be, you know, we've got to make sure that we're paying close attention to that. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off the rails there. No, that's okay. You know, and oftentimes like, you'll, you know, when you talk to brokers, you talk to them about recruiting it's like, man, I just need more appointments. Yeah. And it is almost like 99% of the time, whenever someone uses the words, listen, I just need more appointments. Mm-hmm. Is like, no, like it's their interview. It's, it's almost, almost, it's almost, almost always, always the interview, right? If you're getting, you know, if you're getting them and you just have a low conversion percentage and it's like, no, you don't need more appointments. Right. You just need a, you need a better. That's like, that's like saying I need more dead end web leads. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Well, guys, you know, if you have questions about, you know, your appointment or you want to, you know, t- talk to us about, you know, any other question that you have in your brokerage or anything that we talked about here, you know, if you feel like, yeah, I do just try and recruit the same people all the time. Well, guess what? You can come on Friday, 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time every single Friday. We have a free brokerpreneur not so secret society that all of our listeners and any broker from across the country is more than welcome to uh, to attend and we just kind of get on there and we talk real estate it is super casual it is a lot of fun uh, there's always a lot of laughs and but there's also you know a lot of learning going on as well so yeah, it's the best mastermind you can go to period yeah, yeah. completely agree with that right i'm a little biased <laughs> but um, so, guys, it's something that uh, yeah you want you want to hop onto. Uh, the link is in the description below. Um, Broker Pro Not So Secret Society, Matt. Yep. If everyone's listening to us right. on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those platforms, make sure you hit that follow button. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that red subscribe button, that bell right side of it, and uh, so you get notified every time we drop a new episode. Yep. Um, if by some chance you're like, you know what, I I really want to learn um, how to grow my brokerage. Right, no matter what phase or stage of the business I'm in, then <laughs> go to brokerpreneurpodcast.com and see all the cool things that we have there for you. And uh, we have those, and we do all these things for one reason and one reason alone. Tell them why that is, Matt. Man, we just want to be part of your win.